welcome to episode 80 of That King Thing, the gaming podcast hosted by three crazy siblings. Crazy. Well, crazy is maybe not the right word. Lunatic, maybe. I'll take that. (laughs) Uh, I am eldest king brother and your host, Thomas, and I am joined by middle brother, Joshua. Tis I. And little brother, James. Me, hello. How are you both? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all good. Um, what we've been up to this week in the world of gaming? Not a lot. Half stone. Not a lot. <laughs> Which you say don't count because it's a phone game. I never said it. I've never <laughs> said it doesn't count. I've never said half stone doesn't count. So, okay then. Pokemon Go. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, Destiny 2 a little bit. Not a lot, though. Just been levelling up my lower characters. That's it, really. Yeah. About yourself, James, anything? I've been checking my emails. Um, <laughs> that's not a checking game. Checking my emails. That's, that's not a game, James. And checking my emails for Sea of Thieves. Uh, I'm for testing him. Have you checked the junk mail? Like seriously, have you? I've checked everything. Okay. And it, it's definitely the same email that's linked to your uh, Microsoft account. I'm gonna check all over again as well, just to be safe. Is it? But other than that, I played FIFA and Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> While checking his email. <laughs> yep. Smartphone in hand. That's the beauty of modern Correct. technology. <laughs> the beauty of modern technology is realising you've lost your TV control, but it doesn't matter because your phone can be your TV control. That is the beauty of modern technology. That it can. You, what happens when your phone's flat or you then lose your phone, then you're double screwed? Well, you're just screwed anyway because you've not got a phone because everything's phone related now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you anyway, Thomas? What have you been doing? Um... I played a few things that I'd already been playing. The the week wasn't much different for me. So I'd done my usual Sea of Thieves in. I'd done some more Project Cars with my rig. Um, Won the Formula Rookie British and Euro Championships in Project Cars. So I've been doing that. Um, Nice. Trying to think what else I played. Yeah, when I played Sea of Thieves at the weekend, last weekend, I got to play with Emma, who's head of the social team and everything, so that was fun. Um, at Rare. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to try a different approach and say that I don't care about the game. <laughs> <laughs> and hope you get an invite. <laughs> yeah. But the, I'm not bothered. The one game I'm going to give a shout out to this week that I'm, I've been playing that I'm so annoyed it's taken me so long to get around to play it is uh, Dear Esther. Oh my God, is that game good? I don't know what what's it is. about. I've never even heard of it. Right, I'll I'll explain it without like ruining too much of it because it is it's very okay. it's a very much a story and narrative driven game. Ooh, but, um, I like stories. Basically, it's a good job. About six or seven years ago, maybe even more than that. Now, um, 
a group made a mod for Half-Life 2, which was the the, the first incarnation of Dear Esther, and all the Half-Life 2 modding community got so behind it saying how good it was that in 2012 they indie-funded it and turned it into a game. Um, End of last year, end of 2016, the game also got launched on PS4 and Xbox One, um, so it's been out on console for probably nearly a year now, give or take a little bit. Um, and I happened to pick it up in a sale a couple of weeks ago because I, I've wanted to play it for a long time. I've just never got around to doing it. Um, and yeah. I picked it up in a sale for literally just a couple of pounds because it's only about eight pounds at full price. It's not an expensive game because it's not, it's not a big game, to be fair. Um, but yeah you're basically set as this this man who is on a little hebridean island like out in the scottish highlands um and it's a bit of a weird little island and he's basically recollecting memories and writing them down to this woman esther and so like the game opens with him saying dear esther I'm back at the island again. I feel like I'm almost part of the island now. I've been here so long. And all this stuff, and he's talking about this island and writing these letters to Esther and telling this story to Esther. Um, so it's like a story through the letters. Effectively, yeah. But the then you, you're sort of going through the game. It's it's basically it's the original, what got branded as Walking Simulator. And um, yeah. games like Firewatch and stuff like that have taken the same sort of approach since um firewatch worked on it a little further in the sense that you could make like dialect choices uh dialogue choices sorry mm. and you could like pick what you'd say to this this woman on the other end of a walkie-talkie but ultimately it was just you walking around following a fairly set path but not like setting stone path and yeah. this woman would talk to you and you'd talk back to her and you were just like playing out a story and kind of wandering around trying to find things and stuff. And that's basically what Dear Esther is. It's about this man wandering around this island, telling the story of these letters. And, like, you'll get to a certain point on the island and it will trigger the memory of something he's written in the letter or a part of the story he wants to tell. So he will see something on the island. It will remind him of something back home and he'll tell the story. Um but it's really interesting because cool. a lot of the stuff in it's randomly generated. So some of the items on tables in buildings are randomly generated. So not everybody will see the same items. And yeah. the audio, as in the, the story that the, the guy's telling, is there's anything up to four or five pieces of audio for different moments in the game. And depending on mm. like when you get to that part in the game or what you've heard before and what you haven't heard before you will hear slightly different parts of the story. So I've now played it three times already in a week, and it's it's interesting because you hear different little bits and you hear a little bit more, and it's it's just kind of... It's one of those games where you're trying to work out the story all the way through, and even now you still sort of question, am I right about that? And it makes you want to go play it again yeah. to try and hear other bits of audio and piece it together differently, and it's just awesome. Absolutely awesome. Nice. Uh, but the, the third time I played it, the, the first time was just to play it. The second time was to kind of try and do collectibles and make sure I, I did certain things in it uh, whilst also trying yeah. to uncover more of the story. And then the third time is because there's a director's commentary 
and you basically follow through the game and at loads of different trigger points there's director's commentary instead of the original in-game audio and just it's so insightful to hear what they did where and why and to be fair to it considering it's a five-year-old game it's pretty damn good looking um if if anyone follows me on xbox look at my activity stream and there's loads of screenshots that i took while i was wandering around i was just thinking this looks awesome this looks awesome so this my activity (laughs) feed's kind of full of screenshots from the game from earlier this week but even though it's a really old game well i say really old like a five-year-old game um i'm at the minute i'm just i've sort of fell in love with that like i fell in love with firewatch where i was just like i've got to keep doing it again to learn everything i can and try and get these different bits of dialogue out of it just to see what happens differently so highly recommend giving it a go especially when it only costs like about eight pounds ten dollars ten euros that kind of price it's not it's not much at all to to go out and get no, no, no. Really. nothing these days really not for it? a game um like i say it's not a long game like i managed to play it two and a half times in one day but that but yeah. i lost a lot of time to it um unfortunately the the time played counter on it's broken so i don't know exactly how long i was sat playing it uh, because it's not telling me how long i was sat playing on it but <laughs> i've 100 percented everything i've got like i'm I've got the most. I've taken the most steps of anyone I know that's played it. I've got the most dialect options that have come out. The dialogue options that have come out of the game. Um, I've got all the achievements. Like I've absolutely nailed it over the course of like one evening. So, really good game. Really good game. Awesome. Should we do some news though? Nice. That's enough for me rambling about a game and and sucking up to people again. Um, to do that actually moment. sucking up to people i'm gonna shout out to um the the soundtrack on that game as well that's another thing that's really good about it um by jessica curry and it was like the first time she'd ever worked in games d- doing soundtracks but the way that it's done is like perfect it, it's not overbearing there's not music all the time but at the key moments yeah. when you need some music to maybe intensify something that's in the the um the story and in the voiceover the music's there or if it wants to make something look a little eerie it's there or if it wants you to like sort of feel a bit more emotional about something it's saying it's there it's like it's like absolutely spot on so nice very very big shout out to chinese room for that and these are the same people that made it um everybody's gone to the rapture on ps4 and pc not so long back so they kind of started with this and then they moved into everyone's gone to the rapture which is a, another sort of quite well acclaimed game with people that have played it yeah so check that out as well if you get time so yeah let's do some news i suppose i suppose yeah Zenas. french um that is not French. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> it begins with L. Lithuanian. Close, but no. Lebanese. No. Latvian. Yes, I've been to Latvia, Latvia as well and spoke a little bit of Latvian while I was there. 
Did you ever say I the news? I never asked for view? the news while I was there. Well, the next time you go, just say Zenas. To be and you'll be fine. To be perfectly honest, I can't remember any of the Latvian that I did learn while I was there. Um, ah. We had a very well. Now you know something to take. We with had you. a very lovely tour guide and bus driver, and she taught us a lot of swearing <laughs> while we were there. Useful. Um, now you can ask for the news and swear about it when you get it. Yeah, well, I could if I could there remember any of it. <laughs> but I can't, so <laughs> that's not happening. Um, right, real news. Let's do this. Uh, Destiny 2 has had an Iron Banner update, meaning the Iron Banner is now in-game as of Tuesday when it went live with its latest update, and it's there until next Tuesday during the next reset. Um, It's similar to how the Iron Banner's been in the past if you played Destiny 1, but it's not quite the same. Uh, This week, you will basically be tasked with completing control games, which is like the domination capture the flag kind of game mode that they've got in there and win or lose you'll be granted iron banner tokens which you can then go trade in for engrams and you get nice pieces of gear and weapons and the gear actually i quite like so i might have to do quite a bit of crucible so are the shaders that they do well this this is um it's quite samurai-esque samurai warrior so it's got I don't know any of the proper terms for any of these things, but it's got like the helmets and then the studded kind of kilt almost things that you see proper samurai warriors wearing, the like leather thing with the metal studs in them. And it's a lot of stuff like that. And they've got the kind of the the little ponytail thing on the back of the helmets and stuff just to add to that samurai. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah, and whether it's the default colour of it or whether it's the shader, but it's like quite a kind of nice grey, green and yeah. gold combination from the gifts that I've seen of, of people wearing it. So yeah. it does look pretty nice, but it's ever so slightly different to Destiny 1's Iron Banner in the sense that everybody's evened out during this one. In the past, your light levelling, your weapons made a difference, like yeah. in Trials of the Nine at the moment. Um, but in Iron Banner crucible it's just crucible you're just restricted to playing control um, and there's a new map as well i've forgot the name of it i've forgot to write it down but there is a new pvp map for crucible in destiny 2 that's awesome. part of this update so nice. and they've apparently fixed the um bug where you'd occasionally get disconnected whilst wandering around the social hub i will not name it in case anyone has not played the story okay doesn't want to know. Fair enough. There will come a time where we will just name it. I'm going to say when the game's been out three months. How long has it been out now? A month. One month. About a month. Is it really only been that long? Yeah, just one month. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe. So all right. Maybe two 11th. months then. But basically, by the by the end when of they, October. When they do the first Sparrow racing, say when, it there. No, by the by the end of October, I'm just going to start revealing stuff. <laughs> if you haven't taken the like three hours that it takes to do the Destiny 2 story by the end of October, then you're going to unfortunately know about it because we'll just stop being like subtle about what's so going nice. on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in other news, Fable Anniversary and Fable 2 pub games went backwards compatible last week on yep. Xbox. Would anybody, would anybody like to buy a 360 because I have no need for it anymore? 
<laughs> that's one of the, that is one of the few reasons that I still kept my 360 as well. I need to go look at my 360 game collection and see if there's anything left on there that I've kept um, for nostalgia's sake that is not yet backwards compatible. Uh, but Fable Anniversary is one of the few that I'm glad has finally moved across. And you never know, we may even get proper original Fable um, with that the fact that brilliant. Xbox can now do original Xbox titles. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that one kind of came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting that, and I retweeted it. Um, so yeah, if you followed our Twitter account, you already know about that because I retweeted it with something along the lines of "Yes, yes, 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 yes." yes. <laughs> and that was it. Uh, but it seemed to please a few people who follow us. Uh, so I was just looking down my games and apps and looking for something to play. I'm like, holy shit, I can get rid of 360 now. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, yeah I, just, I just dropped onto the Xbox announcement of it happening. Um, I saw yeah. it there and then. So, yeah, that's worth checking out. Uh, probably quite cheap to pick up as well digitally if, you, if you've never played it. Uh, Babel's awesome. It is very good. Um, very good. Uh, moving away from Fable, though, uh, what has now become the most concurrently played game in history, or at least in Steam history, probably in history, um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds has hit. Two million concurrent users, um, that's and that's from Steam's official um, counts as well, not from the Steam counts or Steam yeah. figures or whatever it is the other the other website. This is officially on Steam's page. I was looking at it earlier, and the peak today was two million sixty four thousand and something. And the next nearest game was Dota 2 that previously held the record at the 1.3 we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. And that hit just over 600,000. So they were doing it nearly, well, more than three times, in fact. Because like 1.8 million would have been three times. So more than three three times times. what Dota 2 has done. And that's that's today. That's on a Wednesday. So like, it's hitting 2 million peak. On a Wednesday. Check it again That's Friday. Friday. Like last Friday. time it did it. Well, you want to be checking yeah. it on the weekend now because it was obviously on a weekend where they previously beat the 1.3 mil record by like a small margin. Now it's at 2 million uh, on a weeknight. So God knows what it'll That's look like crazy. a weekend. 2 million people playing that. Um, in slightly similar news, but not anywhere near as um, kind of... Oh my god! Um, apparently, there's 3.7 million people now playing Fortnite Battle Royale, but that's across yeah. all platforms. Obviously, PUBG at the moment is yeah. PC only, yeah. and then Xbox. In theory, by the end of the year, it was touted to be possibly available for the X launch in November. Yeah, um, we might see it sooner. You never know. But that's roughly when people were putting it was for the X launch. And then it's console exclusive with Xbox for a while, like we were talking about. I think it was last week when we were talking about the the, the sources that have sort of leaked the fact that um, Microsoft is still talking to um, the guys at PUBG about you know how long that exclusive yeah, deal will last was, before yeah. it's available on PlayStation. So yeah. by the time PUBG hits consoles as well, 
one of two things is going to happen. It's either going to not be the flavour of the month anymore and those figures will never get anywhere near that anyway, or it's just going to become like the most popular game of all time somehow. Quite likely. <laughs> so it'd be interesting to see how it's received on console and how long it takes to get It'll to console. It'll be very well received by me. I love free-for-all games, yeah. so actually it's going to be amazing. Yeah, well, it, like obviously Fortnite's been very popular. I think they said the highest Epic Games was saying the highest number of concurrent users they'd had was about half a million, about five hundred and something thousand, which is nothing to you know, um, turn your nose up at or yes. anything. That's a lot of people, but no, yeah, they're yeah. they're taking figures from Xbox, PlayStation, and PC yeah. players. Um, so it's a slightly different. It, you know, you take their figures with a slight pinch of salt in the sense that, you know, what numbers could PUBG be hitting if they were across all three of the main consoles right now? Like what Fortnite is. Yeah. It's insane. Um, moving away from that, um, SNES Classics should be starting to come back into stock with your local retailers, wherever you are in the world. And uh, more are to be expected going into 2018. And Nintendo are trying to keep that promise of we will make the SNES Classic far more available than the NES Classic that just sold out instantly yeah. and people were <laughs> literally selling on minutes. eBay for hundreds and hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of dollars and pounds more than what they actually were buying them at. Um, but yeah, the... If you see one on eBay that's listed at like two or three hundred pounds, I would stay well away from it because Nintendo have made a commitment to going to next year with them. So if you do want one, maybe now's the time to look because they're starting to come back in stock places. Um, but they will be increasing the the quantities of them. Uh, same with the Nintendo Switch as well. If you struggle to get hold of a Switch, um, they're looking at. Um, trying to expand their user base by, I think I remember reading it was about 2 million users for the start, 2 million extra users for the start of 2018. Um, which, but that does include uh, a launch in China. Oh, right, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, there, there's quite a specific market that I think they're, um, they're referring to with that, but We'll have to see. Um, I'm not sure what sales figures they're actually up to at the minute, if I'm completely honest. Um, I know they'd sold around 5 million after the first six months or so. So you're talking September time, because it released in March. Yeah. yeah. By September time, they'd sold about 5 million. Um, so, uh, like I say, from the sounds of it, between now and then the twelve-month point, they want to add at least another two million to that, if not more. Yeah. Uh, I think they were originally targeting something like twelve million overall for year one. So uh, to go from five to whatever they're at now to seven or eight to twelve, it's not too far of a stretch. But I think they just need to get more available. Same as with the SNES, yeah. SNES classics. You know, if if they're there, people will still buy them. But I suppose it's whether or not they're desirable because they're um, not exclusive, but, you know, harder to get hold of. Is that why people are so interested in getting one? Because it's it's a bit of a Possibly, status yeah. symbol to go, oh, yeah, I managed to get my hands on one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Probably never play it, but <laughs> it's there. Yeah, I'd, I'd play mine if I got one. 
But I've just not got round to getting one yet. I've had more important things to spend my money on. So there you go. Uh, and then just to round off the news, I know that for whatever reason, we have a lot of football manager fans to listen to us. It seems a popular game amongst <laughs> our listeners. But um, Sports Interactive have announced a new feature and some other bits that are coming to Football Manager 2018. And it's basically a form of team chemistry. So if you've ever played anything like Ultimate Team on Madden or FIFA or anything like that, it's that element where certain players playing together will actually improve that area of the team overall and you get like a a slight of a performance and a stats boost from the players that play well together or if you're slagging them off in the press it will bring everyone's mood down and they'll all underperform and if you're praising them you can sort of pick them back up or if one player's gone out and you know mouth into the media normally in the past you'd just ignore it and maybe find them but now it can affect the morale of the entire team so you might have to bench that player and drop them um yeah and bring somebody so, else in to kind of keep the harmony so they're basically just copying an ultimate team in a way so football manager <laughs> is getting a sims like happiness meter basically well there's always been a happiness <laughs> they've meter always been that. there's always been a happiness meter um it's more the fact it's that just... it's going to actually affect the <laughs> yeah. players around the player because you could you could just put anyone in the team and you know your team would work as long as they're in yeah. the right position and yeah they play, yeah. play fairly well but I now, imagine also as well if you um like say you've had a centre back partnership for two or three seasons, their chemistry will be through roof because they've played with each other for a yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't know if it evolves over time like that. Effect. And yeah, I don't know if something like that. With happens. football manager, I think it should. Yeah, That'd and then good. you know you might get things where like if you bring a player in um, from a foreign country that only speaks his native language and doesn't speak English, yeah, you put him in English team. Adapt. I imagine that it'll take time for them to develop into yeah. the team and stuff like that because they'll not be able to communicate. So it's, it's a cool addition. It's just surprising that it's taken a football management game that long to yes. implement something like that. But there you Definitely. go. It's there for those who want it. Um, and to be honest, it's been a fairly slow week for news, so that's pretty much as much as I've got. Um, anything either of you two have seen this week you want to add? Not really, no. I actually have something. Oh, give over you. When you do this, you talk rubbish usually. What? It's not actually rubbish. What? What was well, it? What it was it you brought you up two. last time? What was it you brought up last time? I can't even remember. Um, it was terrible. Whatever it was. I can't remember. It was really bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is it this, this time? This isn't actually. This is decent for me. Go off you. Want to go by that? So, Call of Duty World War Two is coming out in November. Yeah. And the PC beta has been running for some time. And someone has managed to, like, go through all the files on it and pull up all of the, like, whatever you pull up. I'm not really good with that sort of stuff. But they've gone through and they've, they've, like, found out information about the zombies mode to it. Okay. They found all the coding and stuff for all that. I don't know how it works. Don't ask me, but they've done it. Um, and actually, there's a statement from uh, Sledgehammer themselves saying something like, where's it at? Uh, there's always a risk that people will try and spoil that experience for others. We've had a couple of things leak recently across multiplayer and zombies. In the spirit well, so they're trans- confirming the leak is legit? Yeah. In the spirit of transparency, we want to be upfront about it. Some of the details were inaccurate, 
early or still subject to change. So not all of these that I'm about to say are going to 100% be in the game, but the majority Which of is them, always the case. Well, it's a yeah, bear, yeah, definitely, definitely, at the end of the day. But there was some things that actually stood out for me quite a lot. So this is just a zombies game mode. I've not looked into the online because I'm all about zombies. But <laughs> um, there's actually classes, apparently, in zombies where you've got an offense class right. where it's got they've all got like special abilities and they charge over time so you can use it every so often every few rounds and the offense has got a free fire ability where the player can fire the weapon without spending any ammo even if your gun's empty for a short duration of time they've got control which like um creates a burst from you to knock back all zombies and stuns them so they stay still for a bit, so it gives you a chance to run away. Um, they've got support, uh, where all zombies chase that player when it's triggered, but the all the player also deals double the damage than normal. So it's quite good to get them all chasing you and then take them all out or whatever. And there's a medic, where you get a camouflage ability, where all the zombies are ignore you while she can go around and pick people up and is, stuff like is that. this going to be the where not everyone can be the same class I don't know obviously that's not mentioned oh. but there's, uh, there's a lot of things about perks it, as well it'd be interesting to see how it evolves um, yes where, where did you find this leak um, can people go look at it if they want to look at it people can look at it on reddit by someone called that 232 guy he was the person himself that okay. did it all but there's there's loads about it. There's loads about new perks coming onto it, um, new guns, new gameplay features, um, new power ups. There's one that caught my eye called Security, which turns on all the traps in the map, like you know the ones where you kill zombies and they drop things. It yeah, turns yeah. on all traps in the map. Um, one called Full Meter which fills a special ability meter for the things that were just going on about with all the classes. And they've also changed the names of some of them as well. So Instakill, which is like the most commonly known one, is called Reaper Strike, which I'm not too keen on, <laughs> to be honest. But Yeah, but they're not necessarily final names, and if they are, well, they're stupid. Yeah. The, the nuke is called Clips. Right. And things like Max Ammo and whatnot are still the same, but... But yeah, interesting. It, some quite cool stuff come out of that. Well, I might have to have a look on Reddit. Do it. You actually brought some news. Yeah. Are you proud of me? Pr- I am proud of you. Mm. Oh, thanks. I, yeah. Mm. Um, well, let let's see if the the brothers being um, capable can continue <laughs> in our <laughs> next feature. <laughs> <laughs> Time to play the game! <laughs> yep, it's that time of the week. Uh, those who listen regular will already know that we play a game against each other each week and take it in turns to host said game. We do. Um, I hosted last time, so it's now Joshua's turn to host. Um, now, in terms of the scores, we decided that once two people got to 10 points, there would be a forfeit for the person less behind. 
the scores at the moment are I'm on 13, James is on 8, and Joshua is on 8.5 <laughs> due to pity points. Yeah. Um, it's Joshua's turn to host, though, as I say, so Joshua can't expand on the 8.5. And we have also decided that should anybody get to 15 points, which will obviously be me, <laughs> um, the forfeit will be worsened. Um, so it will be interesting to see if I can make it because there's not long left now. Long They're long both long. on no, eight points, not. which means you're playing in the next two games as well. So you could you could do this in the next two games. Yeah, yeah. If I if I win today against James and then win against Joshua next week, then that's it. I've I've sealed yeah, it. Jump. Um, is it is it next week or is it? Yeah, because it's my after, my game cause... after. Uh, Joshua's. No, no, I'm just checking because of Halloween. Ooh, Halloween. Next, next week, next week will be a normal game, but then the week after is the Halloween special. So yeah, so between now and the Halloween special, I could seal up the 15 points. Um, technically speaking, I think I could still make it to 20 because you two both need two more wins. So if I can get to 15 now, then one of you wins. Then I can get to 16, 17. Then, if the other one of you wins, <laughs> so you're both on nine, yeah. I can get to 18, 19. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, so close. Maybe we make that last game that's the decider, it, a three-way it, decider. If it gets that far. If it gets that far. We'll have to see. So, right, I'll hand over to Joshua and let him tell us his game before we run out of time, because we're already getting on due to me and James <laughs> rambling about different yeah. things. <clears throat> Today is story time. <laughs> no, no, you're supposed to be doing a game, Joshua. <clears throat> no, it's story time. Get over it. Sit down, cross your legs, get on carpet. I've got two Fingers books. On this. I've, got, no. I've got two stories that I've written. Now, oh, God. it is similar to something like Dungeons and Dragons where I'll read it out and you're going to have to try and pick what you're going to do next to survive or get through things. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is it more like give yourself? It sounds like it's more like give yourself goosebumps than than Dungeons and Dragons. Josh. <laughs> Probably, yeah, it's good. It's more like goosebumps then. Yeah, it's a goosebumps, goosebumps book. books were awesome. Can you not remember give yourself goosebumps? Yeah, yeah. All right, it sounds like that. Anyway, anyway, it's like, it's like that. Anyway, there's two item packages and two stories. So I'm going to flip a coin, Thomas, because you're so far in front. You can pick if you want heads or tails. Tails never fails. Uh, heads. Thomas wants heads. It's tails. So, yes. James, do you want item package one or two? Um, I'll go number one. You go with number one. In Please. your i in your item package, you have a health potion, which gives you one Good HP back. Good start. You have a get over here hook, so you can use that yeah. at some point. Get and over here. A, and you have a get it right spell. So for that, if you use that, you won't have to actually choose that. We'll just get you the right answer. Yes. It's a good start. It's a good <clears> Thomas, start. in yours, you have a TKT special finisher. Well, what? You have a do-over. What's, and wait, a go back. Potion. Go back. What's well, the TKT, TKT special finisher will kill off anything that you come across. Oh, okay. wow. That sounds cool. A, do, a do-over. A do-over is basically a get-it-right spell because there's usually only two options. Oh, wow. Sometimes there's coin you've got one. You've got one of them. Don't yeah, no, but I, I just called it something own. different. 
and you've got a health push as well. Now, James, you got it, got the coin flip right. Would you like the first or the second story? I'll just have the first one. Why not? Are you one hundred percent sure? I'm nervous, but let's just do it. All right then. Story one. <laughs> the story is called Looney Bin. <laughs> you wake up okay. in a small Looney Bin cell. You know the ones with spongy walls and stuff. Right. Uh, you have no memory of how you got there, but you know that you want out. There are bars on the door, and you look through them, and there's a guard there with keys on his belt. Do you try to talk to him, or do you try and do something else in the cell? Um, can wait, I ask how this is gaming related? Yeah, I know. I know. <clears throat> There's gaming bits just... in it, don't worry. Wait, I just, want, I just want to clarify something. If I get it wrong, do I lose the game straight away? If you get it wrong, you find out your consequences when I tell you. Whether but, it's you've got three hit points. Just pick something, because I want this podcast to end. <laughs> <laughs> you've got three HP. If you lose all of it, you die. Right, I'll talk to the guard then. I'll have a bit of bounce. Talking to him gets you nowhere. <laughs> well, that didn't hurt me, though, did it? <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it didn't hurt you. No, lucky for you. <laughs> Thanks, Dungeon Master. <laughs> Just... On to you, Thomas. <laughs> Talking to get gets you nowhere. Are we? Wait, hang on. Are we in the cell together, or is this, this just, is just his, his story? story. Right. Talking to him gets you nowhere, but you notice that near the door is a small panel on the wall, which you can see, sneak through. You get out of this hole in the wall, and there's a small corridor-like vent that you're stuck in. You keep going down it, and there's cobwebs and all sorts of weird bugs and things, but you find a spanner, a big spanner that you can smack stuff with. Now, you keep going no, down. Call it Joshua. You keep going down the corridor thing, and yes. you get to the end. A massive motherfucking moth has just flown into your face. And, I don't like moths, and so I'm going to use my don't spanner. hurt you, but it's pushed you back a bit. Now, right, he's offered you, he's he's come up to you, and he's basically <laughs> said, I will offer you safe passage out of the loony bin if you let me eat all your clothes. Do you either smash the moth back to hell where he came from, or do you trust the moth? Um... I'm going to let him eat my clothes, why not? Hopefully I'll bump into Chris Redfield along with him. <laughs> I'll be ready then, Chris. Trusting him gets you naked. Yes. And he betrays you and leaves after eating your clothes. Oh, you nice. have one so hit I'm point until death because you, are not, because you are not armoured. You have one hit point until death. <laughs> oh, nice. <coughs> now, you've still got your items and things okay. that you can use. So After the moth has flown away, you emerge from... Uh, you emerge from the end of the vent to find out that you're in a Luigi mansion area kind of a place. A what mansion area place? You've got a Luigi man- a Luigi's mansion. Right. So you've got a big-ass staircase, loads of ghosts flying around, a couple guards because for some reason someone else has taken over, and in front of you is the staircase that goes down to the door. The door's chained up real big time and... Uh, upstairs, across from you, on the other side of the stairs, there's a guard. You can either attack the guard, or you can try and speak to him. Um, I've not been very aggressive so far, so I think I'll attack him. Are you entirely sure about this, James? You've only got one health left. Um, 
Now you just said that, I might drink my health potion. <laughs> okay, then. So you've got two health left now. <laughs> right, so you're going to attack him. Are you sure about this? Yes. Yep. Oh, okay, then. <laughs> so you charge directly into the guard. The guard knocks you back to the floor and shouts, Halligaloopy goop. <laughs> and the boss is upstairs ready. Okay. So you found out where the boss is. You've lost a hit point. So you're on one again. Okay. So you're a little bit screwed, but you know that you need to go upstairs now. So you've kind of found out where you had to go. I suppose you could have probably asked him though, because asking him might have been a nicer way. Well, the other guard wasn't very helpful, so. Well, this one might have been nice. It's because I'm you naked. Was... If you if someone naked walks up and talks, <laughs> you're not going to talk back, are you? <laughs> That's probably true. Why are you naked? Oh, big moth at all my clothes. It depends. It depends who's saying who it is and what they're saying. You head up the staircase, which seems to never end, like in Mario 64 when you try and get to the last level, and you keep going up and up and up and up. But eventually, you see something different on the steps. You found a mace, which you pick up automatically because it's like a game, so you didn't even have to bend over and pick it up. You walked into it, and now it's in your Good, because there'd have been a right breeze if I bent over and picked it up. Exactly, yeah. So somehow, you've got this mace, and it's inside you somewhere. Um, You finally get to the top of the staircase... Uh, because somehow you must have collected enough stars to get through. And at the top is another long, yet seemingly safe, corridor with red lights hanging down. Now, because you didn't attack them off, this is your benefit for not attacking him, um, he doesn't currently fly into you and set off a load of traps and kills you, but you do sort of step forwards and see wires and uh, panels on the floor which shows you where there's an absolute shit ton of traps now right. you have you get it right thing but this is basically right. where you can make up how you get through and I'm going to flip a coin and tell you if it works or not you've got loads of spikes oh. on the floor that are going up and down you've got swinging balls and you've got a lava pit with, fiery, uh, with fireballs and fucking stepping stones you've got to oh, get through are. a wall to a really big door at the end of the corridor just use your do it right thing. Could I not use my get over here hook? That brings something to you. Zap myself. Just use your do it right spell. Can't bring the door closer. I'm gonna use my do it right spell. I'll just have voices from elsewhere tell me. To do that. <laughs> I, just, I just want I want to be able to get onto incoming, and we're never gonna get there at this rate because we're already oh, like oh, forty five yeah. minutes in. <laughs> Alright, and so you hop and skip and jump all the way through nice and safe and you get to the other side of the door. Now it's time for your boss fight. Uh, <laughs> there's a really large room with a boss dangling from the ceiling. It drops down and looks at you very intently. You can see you can see uh, the key is dangling for one of his many necklaces and chains and he shouts, <gasps> I pity the fool who challenge, challenges oh. me to a fight. You grab you grab your mace and your spanner, dual wielding like the dual wielding them like a pro and now how are you actually going to fight him because you're basically fighting the giant mr t i'm going to use my get over here hook and get the fuck out he, <laughs> he using your, your hook on the key and getting out <laughs> and getting the fuck yeah <laughs> so you're not even gonna fight the fucker you're just gonna do one fuck that i'm naked and i've got a mace and a spanner i'm using my hook right, and getting because out because the boss is alive then he is chasing you because i i anticipated that the boss is how big is, is he? He's pretty big, but he's just gonna smash through things and beat the shit out of you. How big's the door? He's gonna fit through the door. Oh. He's just bigger than you. 
all you've really got to do is get over the traps because the traps will slow him down enough for you to get down. You've not got to get it right, <laughs> oh Bill. God. You've not got anything oh. else. You've left it to a flip of a coin. <laughs> so I'm gonna flip to see whether or not you get it, get over them or not. This is unfortunately, James. This is, this is, this is right how con. tabletop role playing games work. So, James, <laughs> heads or tails to get <sighs> over? Tails never fails. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready, James? No. It's no, tails no. for fuck's sake! Yes, Gretchen. Gretchen, I want another you, round of this. This is you magically leap over all the traps and the <laughs> and the Mister T like figure gets his leg stuck in the lava and screams Twice. in pain. Uh, you run down the <laughs> steps, unlock all the locks on the doors, and run to freedom. There you go. Yes. You're out. You're well safe. done, James. So I did, did it. it. Yeah, but you only had one health left. So if Thomas beats his with more more I health did that, than that, he didn't wins. he have didn't he have two health because he used the no, health? No, because potion. he lost it. The guard knocked yeah, me down. Yeah, then he used his health potion. No, he used his potion before because he only had one health because of the evil. Ah, uh, right. Okay, 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 okay. I did the entire thing with one health Basically, though. That fucking moth. Not intensely long. Thomas, you let's go. Do you want to know what your items are? I already know it's a TKT finisher, a do-over, and a health potion. There we go. Then. Let's go. Uh, yours is called the train. You got on a train with your Choo-choo. gear, which includes everything in Choo-choo. your item package, a revolver with two shots, and a whip. This train is full of creatures. Why does he get because weapons? Different story, you got a Jane. spanner and a mallet. Shut your face. <laughs> different story, little bitch. Shut up. This train is full of creatures that killed your village and caught the train to escape. You want to kill them before you leave, basically. You enter the back carriage, which is full of owls, and at the centre is a witch. She killed your farm, and you need to end her. Uh, um, how are you going to end No, I don't want to. I just want to get off the train. You can't please. just get off the train. You've got to kill them all. <laughs> no, I want to just get They've off the train. They've got Ezio's. <laughs> I'll just go off the They've got <laughs> you got to get to the end. Flip the coin. Flip the coin. See if I'm successful in getting off the train. In getting off the train. Heads or tails? Heads. The quickest game ever. Tails. You are not successful game. in getting off the train. What happens you get, then? You get grabbed by the giant bat that is circling the train and thrown back on. You've okay. lost one HP. Continue okay. on with the fight with the witch. <laughs> I'll you use my health potion right now, now, please. Okay, you've got three health left. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you've got to fight this witch. Um, you can fight her however you want. Just tell me and I'll flip a coin. Um, what else is on the train? It's, at the minute, it's just a witch in this carriage, which has a shit ton of owls in there for some reason, but they're not trying to kill you. They're just not Do she owls. has a susceptibility to bullets? What's her weakness? <laughs> She's basically just a witch. She's a person, so you can do what you want to her. Whip the shit out of her for five minutes until she, she, until she just <laughs> gives in. Heads or tails? <laughs> uh, I'll whip her everywhere. Heads, tails, <laughs> boobs, back, feet. Come on, come on, let's do this. Heads, heads. Tails. It's heads. You successfully whip the bitch into submission, basically. <laughs> uh, but wow. she seems to get back up and she sprouts some shit about wanting to eat the corpses of your, of your cat. 
uh, but she had to leave for a wedding. Hang so on, she was there. Hang on a time. minute. So yeah, she wants to eat the corpse of my cat. That means my cat's definitely dead. I'm yeah. going to try and get off the train again. Train. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, mean, I changed the word family to cat to try and make it more interested. But clearly, yeah, your family's dead as well. So the, she, she wanted to <laughs> eat them, but she had to then. leave for a wedding. Uh, you whip her around you the neck again flip. and her head explodes. You continue to the next carriage. The next carriage, there are bandits with swords that look very much like the ones from Fable. One of them has a crossbow. You've got three enemies to kill. Um, one of the options that you can take is you can whip an ankle of one of them and trip him into the other. But there is still a third one which you cannot whip. How do you take care of the one that you can't whip if you want to proceed like that, basically? Piss on him. <laughs> <laughs> it's um... not Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> I'll just use one of my revolver shots in his eyeball. Okay. <laughs> shot. Uh, it's fable, isn't it? You can you can do that precise aiming thing. Yeah, but you've got to flip a coin to get True. your shot right. Well, uh, you might miss. Trip and fall and shoot yourself. Heads or tails? Tails. It's tails. You get your shot Never right. Uh, you whipped one into the other and f- finished uh, one off because he fell out the window. The other one's knocked out on the floor and... You shot the last one in the eye. That's it. You've completed that room. You can move on. We'll pay. Next this carriage. It's a lot easier than mine. It seems to no, me. I'm just better at I think he's just getting game choices better. <clears throat> the next carriage is full of dogs and lots of them. They're zombie dogs. You notice a glowing insta kill token in the middle of the carnage. Carnage? In the middle of the carriage. You could try to fight to get to it, or you could try and fight them without the insta kill. Um, How many dogs is there? There's about 80. How do I get what what's between oh, me and the insta kill? Lots and lots of dogs. What round is it on? I'll tell you what, just use TKT finisher and clear it room. Just go BOW! You're entirely sure you want to do that instead of using the insta kill. Yeah, because I'm gonna pick the insta kill up after I've killed them all. Yeah, but you can't use my next boss carriage, it's gonna run out of time. you didn't say that. No, you didn't say that, Dungeon Master. Alright. You didn't say that though, did you? Alright then, okay. <laughs> so you've used your. You've got to be prepared for these kind of things. I, I normally would be, but I've done this in like ten minutes yesterday. <laughs> uh, so basically, you use your TKT finisher. You made all the dogs cannibal, and they ate each other to death. And you watched yeah, and laughed because you know it's it's just awesome. It's funny in it. It's funny in it, mate. Um, the last dog runs towards you, and you walk into the insta kill because it's, it's there. The last dog has survived, but you grab him by the mouth and you basically rip him into two pieces with your hands because you've got insta-kill. You can kill him however, however the fuck you want. And a big voice from this guy nice. shouts fatality and you gain one hit point as a reward for your fatality. Yeah, I'm on <laughs> What the f- Thomas made it so he could get the insta-kill easily. <laughs> this is mad. You actually no, went better at RPG games. <laughs> you actually went. Games. You went round loads of different points of that carriage where you were going to actually hurt yourself, and you've managed to do it without getting hurt at all. And now you're back on three health. I fucking hate you. <laughs> um, I'm right. technically I'm on four health. <clears throat> no, because you no, fell off the train. The witch took one off you. No, yeah, and witch... then I used my health potion. Yeah, but used a health potion, but then the witch hurt. The him. witch didn't hurt me. The witch didn't hurt him. I'm on four health, he's mate. On four he's health, on four. Yeah. I'm on four health, mate. Oh, he's going to win. <laughs> a gap is What's between next? this carriage Bring and it the on. next carriage. Joint by a very long chain. There's a giant bat circle in the train, and I don't you know think it is. likes you. You've got to cross yeah, he's already throwing me back on once. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've got to cross this chain, this absolutely massive okay. chain, whilst okay. dealing with the bat. 
you still technically have insta-kill for 10 seconds. How do you proceed? <laughs> well, insta-kill him then. <laughs> heads or tails for hitting him. Do you mean, actually... no, I've got insta-kill. There's no heads or tails in this. I have insta-kill. How are you going to kill this? a bat that's flying around circling this fucking train in the He's sky? He's got insta-kill. Why am I you've helping? Got to, you've got to flip a coin to actually hit him with your bullet. So heads what or bullet? tails? I'm not, I'm not choosing to fire my gun. I'm saving my bullet. Well, then you're not going to reach him. But He's flying insta-kill. around in the fucking sky. No, I'm just going to go, oi, bat, come here, and then punch him in the face. But it's not going to come down. <laughs> come here, mate. <laughs> Look, we're wasting my 10 seconds of insta-kill here. Well, then what I'm fucking gonna do is, pick heads or I'm gonna, tails. I'm going to jump it. off the... No, I'm going to jump off the train so that the bat tries to pick me up and put me back on the train, at which point I'm going to punch him with my insta-kill. <coughs> okay, then. And then run away. So you lose a health because you, you lose a health play That's because fine. he's grabbed you and put you back. But... I can accept that, but while he's doing so, I punch him and, and you kill him. Kill him. Right, you <laughs> so that puts out. me on three health points and I'm through to the next He's room, put you yeah. back at the beginning of the chain like a checkpoint in a game, so you need to flip a coin to whether or not you get over safely. Yeah, well, you decided to try and break my this game, so I'm going to break your life. I'm not trying to break this your game, better. I'm just using logic to get through it, You've got to cross this chain, it's real fucking long, you've got to flip a coin to your balance. It's fucking heads, I hate you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you've entered the last carriage. Final it's, boss. It is yes. a boss fight, yeah. Okay. Um, it's a large creature made out of snow and ice, kind of like an ice golem. Um... <laughs> This is the front of the train. It's a steam train, so you could try and get the fire lit to melt him, but he's just put it right. out. How do you proceed? He's just put, he's just put it out. He's just oh, put it out. out. Yeah, he's just put it out. Has he got uh, an eyeball? <laughs> he's basically a snowman, so he's got two little stones for eyes. I'm going to try and... Well, hang on, do I get a choice here, or do I just get to do what I want? You've just got to tell me what you're going to do to kill him, and I'm going to flip a coin and tell you if it works I'm going to... I'm gonna shoot him in head with my one pistol bullet, my one revolver bullet. Okay. And then just wrap my whip around his neck and just go and pull his head off. Okay. <laughs> Heads or tails? Tails. His tails. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You've successfully Victory. killed all of the monsters on the train. Your family Wait a minute. Avenged, and you. <laughs> your family is avenged and your cat is safe <laughs> damn straight so i'm guessing i win that based on the fact that i had more health left even though we were both successful yeah That's ba- right basically yeah oh i'm gonna play this for God legit damn then. it you play what oh. <laughs> i thought that was for legit no i was just doing it because i defeated the boss okay well you get to keep your car so that's good. Um, James, you did get out, but now Mr. T has found you, and he's fucking you while Chris Redfield watches, so you kind of win. No, I'm kind of <laughs> enjoying about that. <laughs> um, can I just point out, this music's reminding me of something. I don't know if we've talked about it yet, but have we talked about the fact that you get a cool PlayStation theme with Final Fantasy IX on You have, PS4 because you right talked now. about it last week. Did I bring it up on the show? Quite, though, quite intensely, just talk yeah. about it? I think you might have done with the with the fact that you've got the music and the menus go bloop 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 yeah. bloop back I in think, the game. I think you did. Cause I can remember you so going incredible. Into it. I've officially spent like twice as long on my PlayStation than usual because of that alone. <laughs> All right, then. Not, not even messing. 
Uh, yeah, so I win that game. Uh, that puts me on 14 wins. James stays on 8, and obviously Joshua stays on 8.5 because he was hosting. So one more win and the punishment will be worsened and we will help. We'll let the viewers... No, I've done viewers quite a long time since I've made that mistake. <laughs> we'll let the listeners decide one of their fates. We don't know who yet. James, you're now what? going to have to, like force the next game to give me a point and make me in front of you. How does that feel? Fuck giant moths. It doesn't have to. <laughs> have to because then I then I host. So even if you won my game, I could that would make it his. nine nine and then I could win your game, which would mean I still get to fifteen before either of you get to ten. Yeah, true. Anyway because we've rambled so much and Joshua made us play some kind of twisted version of D&D, we're going <laughs> to have to move straight into... Because <laughs> people have sent us loads of shit. Oh, yeah. Not 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 shit, like loads of shit. No, not, not shit, but good stuff, but there's loads of it. <laughs> Craig Coburn says, after playing Battlefront 2 beta last week, I'm wondering why Jedis don't use the Force to push the button and turn off the opponent's lightsaber. Thoughts? Jesus Christ. That's actually quite a logical point, to be fair. That, it is that very is. logical. I did see somebody reply to him with along the lines of there's a failsafe in it, so that it can't be done. <laughs> How that works, I don't know. Then All again, right. don't don't the lightsabers only work to the the person that the no, because then Anakin and other people wouldn't be able to pick up other people's lightsabers and use two. Yeah, true. Um, the thing is, though, is it actually a button on a on a on even an if actual, it's not a button? Actual lightsaber. Even if it's not a button, they rip rocks off walls and rip machines apart and stuff like that. So why on earth can't they just take the lightsaber apart? <laughs> very good point, Craig. Some I very like some very interesting thoughts there from Craig Coburn. Um, on a similar note, Jay Fordio asked, um, what are our views on the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta? Um, personally, he loved playing it at EGX, but wasn't so happy with the beta. Crashed into a building that was that was over 500 foot below him, so he thinks it still has a lot of glitches and bugs that need sorting out big time. So it's the same case with betas, though, isn't it? It, would, it wouldn't surprise me if the thing at EGX was maybe a more polished finished version yeah, yeah. than the actual beta um, I don't think it's been too bad it's definitely more appealing than the first Battlefront um, I'm still not 100% decided if I'll play it, I do think it's going to be one of those games that I'll buy at some point, but not at release. I'll wait for like an offer yeah, on it or something yeah. like that. Yeah, probably um, Or some like, you know, special EA Access kind of discount or something like that. But yeah, it's it's definitely better than last time, um, both graphically and gameplay-wise. But yeah, I'm sure most of the bugs will be ironed out by the time it goes live. Uh, it's, is it November that it comes out officially. I have no idea about that. I think it's 17th of November. That's what I want to say it is. I think that's when it is. Um, I stand corrected if I'm wrong, though. Have either of you two played it at all? No, I, I tried to, but I just missed it. So, all right. It's, I'm sure they've extended it to today. I did read oh, somewhere they? that they've extended it to today, um, so we can maybe give it a try if you want after this. Today being Wednesday yeah, on recording day. Yes, yes, not just... today when you're listening to it. 
Um, but I believe it does end tonight, Wednesday night. So by the time everyone hears this, it will have ended. Unless they extend it again. Um, just review played it or not? No. no. Uh, Chris Evans asked, have you played the Gran Turismo Sport beta? The cars look really nice and shiny, but I found the whole thing utterly underwhelming. The menus and presentation are basically the same as in the PS2 games. And considering that in the time since Gran Turismo 6, there's been two Project Cars games and four Forza games, you have to wonder what Polyphony have been doing with their time. Um... I have actually been part of the Gran Turismo Sport beta for quite a while since when it was um, sort of there was set races at set times of night. Yeah. Uh, so like there was a race at something like six p.m., seven p.m., and eight p.m. Or it might have been seven, eight, nine. It's a long time since I've done one now. Um, and that version of the game was okay, um, but it was very much more Forza Horizon. Um, arcade than anything else. Um, yeah. It didn't feel as much simulation as what Forza 7 does, but then Forza 7 doesn't feel as simulation as Project Cars or F1. So, as a racing game person, it doesn't do enough to jump out and be any different, especially considering my wheel is for PC and Xbox. Therefore, I would probably just buy Forza 7 like I have and yeah. get the same kind of fill. And it is a very good looking game, but so is Forza. And when Xbox One X launches and you get the 4K update for Forza on a 4K screen, it will. I think it's going to blow my mind. So I'll be interested to see because I didn't get a chance to see it at EGX in 4K. So I'm going to be really interested to see how it how it looks and how it plays. Um, you two aren't really drivers, are you? So you won't have played it, yeah. I guess. I've not it. I just think it should have stayed where it was, really. I think Forza and that have all taken over, so they should just need to, like... The problem, the problem is, is they've left themselves out of the loop, though. Yeah, uh, I agree completely with Chris's point, which is, if they've left it this far, they've now kind of left it too long. Um, in order to try and play catch-up, they've left it longer, but yeah. then they've shot themselves in the foot by not being better than the others. Um, I think some of the online league features and some of the online competition features that Gran Turismo has and will have in Gran Turismo Sport will probably be better than anything Forza will ever do because yeah. Gran Turismo is quite well known for its online leagues and its online competition and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Definitely. And things like um, uh, the thing that got Jan Mardenborough through um, into GP2 and stuff like that. You know, he's racing in actual open wheel cars following the F1 series round. You know, he he's becoming a successful racing driver thanks to being good at Gran Turismo a few years ago. So yeah. there is definitely some cool benefits to Gran Turismo, but it definitely wouldn't make me just jack in buying Forza and playing on Xbox or anything like that at the minute. Not at the minute, anyway. Yeah. Um, Dummy2008 says, Is it true that the sixth six sheep, sixth sheep is sick? Can I try and say that? If you want. Sixth six sheep. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Just where do you want to go? Sixth six sheeks, six. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't concentrate. How, how long did it take you to rehearse that, Thomas? Because I reckon that took <laughs> Not you about at all. six I've literally takes. just, I've literally just read that now, which I'm really <laughs> surprised, considering in Back of the Grid this week, I struggled to say Juan Manuel Fangio. Yes, I said it! I said it! <laughs> six, um, six sheeks, six sheep is sick. There you go. Six, uh, six sheeks, six sheep is sick. The sixth six sheep, sixth sheep is sick. Is that what I said? 
I think so. I'm not Shit. Sure. Um, yes, anyway, it's sick. It is sick. Uh, Matt Clark says, this is for James. How Ooh. annoyed on a scale of 1 to 10 are you with Rare right now? I'm not bothered. It don't bother me. Not at all. Sure? Yeah, fucking 11. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is referring to the fact that James, unfortunately, didn't get his invite as he was hoping for. Yep. It's all right, I'll wait. It's it's more annoying that Paul has got it. Hi, Paul, by the way, but it's annoying that he's got it. Why? Because every time someone gets it, like, they release some more, someone around me gets it. Paul's had it for ages. No, he sent a screenshot saying they got it. Yeah, they sent the emails out again, but he's had it oh. for ages. Oh, <laughs> well, that made me feel like... It's gone down to nine, then. It's gone down to nine. No, but nobody we know, as far as I'm aware, that didn't already have it has been added. That's all right then. I'm fine with that. It's gonna. Are you happier about that now? Yeah, yeah. It's dropped from eleven to nine. Next question. I like this next question. Well, in a similar in a similar sort of vein, Craig Mitchell asked, "How funny is it that James King didn't get a Oh my god! Leave me alone. (laughs) Come back up to fucking (laughs) eleven. See, the thing is, a lot of people have now registered for that as well on the back of Steve being on the show last week. A lot of people, (laughs) listeners, have gone and registered. And I'd, I'd have just laughed so much if, like, someone that's only been on it a week got invited. I'd cry. I'd cry. I would. Um, yeah, uh, Craig did also ask a serious question, or a more serious question, in, having played Destiny quite a lot over the last few weeks, I can't see where it's not a grind fest after they said it wouldn't be. Thoughts? It's not as much of one as the last game was, by far. Mm, I don't know, there's not really anything to do, though, unless you're going to sit and grind gear. <clears throat> What else is there to do? Crucible. You don't have yeah, to sit. Grind you don't gear. have to sit and do the strikes. So you don't know the story from some of the strikes. There's the you raid. could push that um, <coughs> that Excuse middle me. button on your Xbox control. There's the and adventures and then load FIFA. Up. You could do what James is suggesting. You could load FIFA up. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> FIFA is such a bag of shit this year. Don't even start on FIFA. Career mode's still alright. Yeah, like single player and offline stuff's fine, but playing it online's a pile of shit. Yeah, since the new update, it's fucking wank. Yep, um, it is a little bit of a grind fest. I've got to admit, the story was definitely better than last time, and they are doing a fairly good job of putting things in. As in, we had Dead Orbit. Uh, well, not Dead Orbit. We had the. Uh, faction challenges that Dead Orbit won a couple of weeks ago. Then we've had a week with nothing, and then we've got a week with um, Iron Banner. Iron Banner being back. Yeah. So it looks like if they keep doing things like that, there'll always be something a little fresh to do. But ultimately, you're still just going and playing Crucible or just going and doing public events because that's all you had to do for the um the faction wars was just go do stuff which so you weren't doing anything any different it's just you had a chance at some slightly different rewards so yeah um although they are planning um see there's a um activision are now part of blizzard aren't they they're all linked together and i'm sure that there's something coming at blizzcon that is to do with Destiny 2, Season 2, because it's obviously in seasons now. So if you look in the clan section, you'll see that the Space Pirates Associated are level 2 or what we are now. And um, it says level 2 for Season 1. 
Uh, and at BlizzCon, as far as I know, Activision are going to be doing something about releasing some details about what they're going to do in Season 2 and when that's going to be. So, fingers crossed, things will stay fresher because they'll update more. That was Destiny's main problem originally, was that they never, ever put any updates in and it was just boring as shit. At least it now they put a week, uh, like an event in every couple of weeks for you to do for a week and then just go back to normal for a week. I could live with that. That's, a, that's at least a little less dull than doing the same things over and over again for no yeah. real gain. Um, any other opinions on that before I move on? No. Um, Ross Miller from Party Chat Podcast says, who is the most handsome Scottish podcaster? We can take a stab in dark and say Ross Miller. Have you ever seen Ross Miller? I haven't known, but I imagine he's a very handsome Scottish podcaster. Okay. What about yourself, Josh? Who's the most handsome Scottish podcaster? I can't say I know, innit? <laughs> Are you saying you don't know Ross? <laughs> yeah. I've never seen his face. I can't tell him he's handsome if I've not seen his face. Does he sound handsome from his Scottish voice? He's a I nice love voice, a Scottish accent. You can't tell handsome from a voice. Hmm. That's true. That is very true. Um, Ross is a fairly handsome gentleman, though, I must admit. Does he have a beard? Um, sort of. Not not a beard like me, beard. Enough to brush my chin against and get that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, feeling. you definitely notice it. Definitely Whoa. notice it. Ross, you're getting more and more handsome. But, yeah, it was fun to have drinks with as well. So that adds to it. Hi, Ross. <laughs> Keith Watson asked, do you think a game based on Red Dwarf the TV show would be a good idea? No. Next question. Why? I've watched it, so I don't know. You've never watched it, and why are you saying no? I just don't really like Red Dwarf that much, to be honest. <laughs> I've seen bits of it, but I'm not a massive fan of it. Well, I'll let you know on a secret. There is already a game based on Red Dwarf. I thought there might have been. Well, it was... A good idea that, and they made it on iOS and Android not so long back. So go download it and play to your heart's content. There you go, Keith. Have fun. You get to fly Starbug. No, is it called Starbug? I can't remember. You get to fly the little spaceship round and do other shit. So there you go. Uh, Life's a Pitch podcast have asked, "What is your favourite gaming controller?" Um, the Connect. <laughs> what just to connect itself as in you, where you are the controller as the yes. tagline used to say not entirely sure what my favourite is but I really enjoyed the GameCube one for some reason that was such a weird I one was. Yeah. that's why I like it it's such a weird little thing unique uh, the C mm, stick yeah, and let's stuff call like it that unique. which was similar to the C buttons on a Nintendo 64 controller Yeah, just used for selecting your items and stuff to to be controversial, I'm gonna say keyboard and mouse. <laughs> Ooh, as in my keyboard and mouse specifically. Yeah, um, the actual gaming ones are decent. I cannot I cannot play games on PC without those. Just because, and just to play with them, it's so much. It's just like oh, life's incredible when you've got a setup like that when you're gaming on a PC. And I can't wait for the <laughs> the support to eventually come to the Xbox because I will genuinely sit and play Xbox games with a keyboard and mouse <laughs> just because I can. Um, but yeah, it, I've mentioned them before on this podcast, but the things that I use, a Logitech G600 mouse, 
which is a mouse with three clickers, one yep. for um, your ring finger as well as the normal two with a mouse wheel, and then 12 thumb buttons down the left-hand side for your thumb, and then the G13 gamepad, which is basically a pad that puts somewhere in the region of about 35 buttons and a joystick or under your left hand and thumb. Jesus so you've got a joystick Christ. under your thumb and then probably 30-odd buttons um, under your fingers. And what I tend to do is the third clicker on the mouse, the, the one on the far right that I use with my ring finger, I tend to put space bar on that, like jump, because obviously most games have jump in them. So I use my left, my left thumb on the joystick, and then my right pinky finger on the uh, not pinky finger, sorry, my ring finger on the space. What is effectively the space on the mouse? And in games where you need to like hop around and jump and stuff, like World of Warcraft PvP was a good example. Um, or even FPS games, first-person shooters, to be able to jump, turn, and shoot and shit all at the same time with like minimal effort, and be able to like throw a grenade or cast a spell or whatever, depending on what game you're on. It's awesome, and the um, the mouse is really good in point-and-click games like Diablo and Grim Dawn and stuff like that because it means because you can cast all the buttons that are normally on the keyboard to the mouse. You can literally just sit and play stuff one-handed and like <laughs> just chill. You can just properly lay back and use the mouse and just chill and play your games. And it's fun. Nice. So that's actually my favourite setup. Um, Deja Nintendo Will, which, by the way, if that is anything to do with the brand-new album, Brownie Point, because that is an awesome album... Um, says, what happened to the Brewdog gaming night that you were trying to organise a while back? It was something I'd be well up for. Um, it hopefully will still happen at some point. I've just been far too busy uh, to be able to organise it. And when no, I do I go into Brewdog in Sheffield, I do occasionally get nudged by the guy who was trying to set it up, saying we want to try and do the gaming night. It was originally trying to be September, and then this month but it's just having time to organise it at the minute is a little chaotic. So, But fingers crossed we will do something soon. Yes. Fingers crossed. Uh, and then last one is Steve Baker. He says, is there any game you've bought and really wanted to get into but just couldn't and you were left wondering why everyone else was raving about it? My personal one is FIFA. Um, I can play them and I'm pretty good at them, but they just don't grab me. I'm a massive football fan, so that's not the reason. I just find them complete toss, to be honest. <laughs> Um, I've got a weird one. FIFA is pretty shit at the minute, though. To be fair, no, it is. Yeah, I don't oh. know if you'll agree with me, Thomas, but Dirt Four. Not everyone was necessarily raving about yeah, it, but, but we got it, and it. I don't know. D- Dirt Four is more simulation than anything, though. No, no, it, but... it is. It is a proper racing game. It's like that's like when people buy Project Cars and go, "Oh, I can't play this. Too hard, or whatever, or like." It cars just spin off all the time. It's like yeah, because it's it's a simulation game. It's not uh, just a racer. Like I I obviously play a lot of racing games, and the the likes of Dirt and Project Cars are my favourites because they're the more realistic ones. It weren't Whereas, no, it weren't that it weren't that I struggled with it. Like I'm quite alright. I just didn't really 
get into it. Th- that we much. didn't. We didn't really play it that much, though. To be fair, no, the problem no. with Dirt Four is it came out. We played it for a couple of weeks, and then something and then else some, came yeah. out and distracted Fortnite us. Or something and like that. it did some. No, no, it's way before Fortnite. Dirt Four is it? it's fucking ages ago. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's something else came out and it distracted us, and it meant that it didn't get the attention that it deserved. Yeah. To be brutally honest. Um, and I have that problem a lot with driving games specifically because I just I, I end up buying the next one and the next one. Like F1 2017, I bought that, hardly played it, and now Forza and um, Project Cars have come around, so now I'm playing them. <laughs> and it, I'm not I've stopped paying attention to F1, even though F1 is the biggest motorsport for me, and that's the one that I follow the closest. Yeah. I'm too busy playing the newest one and the most up to date one. So, um, but yeah, for me that is probably. Um, the original Battlefront is the most recent one I can think of, Star Wars Battlefront, because everybody got that, and they're all like, this game's incredible, <laughs> come play Battlefront, and I'm like, no, it looks, I just, no. And then they were like, and then after a few weeks, everyone was like, yeah, it's pretty shit, there's nothing to do, and it's all DLC, and like, see. <laughs> so everyone came to the senses eventually, but for me it was that. For um, me, it's Dragon Age Inquisition and Andromeda. Oh yeah, Andromeda's a good one actually. I I fell out with that, but that was because of how shitty it was before the update. <laughs> yeah. I've not been back and played it since they patched it and fixed it. Um but yeah, Andromeda's a good shout actually. That's more recent than than the first Battlefront. I'm good at this, you see. Um <laughs> No, you just thought of one more recent. Um I can't think of any others any more recent than that that I've like bought, installed and then not played. Conan. But there too. I've not been back and played Conan because I've problems. Oh, but... I ain't actually properly tried Conan on Xbox yet. I've not been back and played it since the first week it came out. <laughs> the problems yeah. that it had. So the pro- the it, problem is, is just having had, too many games. It's had two or three 20 gig updates, I believe. So Wow. So that's I'm impressive. I'm leaving it to it for a while. <laughs> so... Fair enough. Uh, um, That's it. Isn't it? That was the last That's one. All. I thought there was another question then, but that was that it. Is all. That's all, folks. Yeah. Uh, if you've enjoyed listening and you want to keep in touch and join in with things with us, uh, then remember to follow us on Twitter, uh, that underscore king underscore thing. Um, if you want to find us on Facebook, just search for that king thing and we should come up on there. And you can find us at thatkingthing.com where you can see the backlog of all the episodes, links to everywhere that we host the episodes so you can listen on your own personal players and uh, a contact form if you do want to get in touch. That is it for this week. So join us next week for episode 81. And then the week after that will be our Halloween special where we have have been asked and challenged by HGO1403 to do the entire podcast with... Uh, Dracula teeth in. You've just reminded me of something by me saying that actually. Did anybody send anything in the fan chat that the Patreons have? Uh, Paul asked what game we'll be asking for Santa for for Christmas. He did. Paul Kelsall asked what game are we asking Santa for? Um, none, because I'm a grown man now. Um, I won't ask Santa. I just buy my I'll, own games. I'll buy my own. I'm going <laughs> to ask him for Hmm. I don't know. A new Chris Redfield top. It's not a game. It is for me. Joshua, <laughs> anything from you? 
Um, no, not really, because I'm a great nice man. I'll buy my own games. Thanks, Santa, for the offer. Yeah. <laughs> very, very quick one. I also noticed Matt Clark left one in that chat saying, if you were able to force one of the other two King Brothers to wear a game-related fancy dress, what would it be? Mine would be James's Kirby because he hates Oh, Kirby. fuck off, man. <laughs> Can I not go weak? Joshua, you know? anything from you? <laughs> no, that's good enough for me. <laughs> James, you got any before I sign us off? Um... He can't think about better than that. I can't. <laughs> okay, then. See you next week, guys. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Oops, I pulled my earphones out. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get anything you're saying if you say anything. Hello, 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 hello. Did you say anything? Yeah. No. Did you say anything funny that was worth keeping? Yeah, I did. No, it was pure silence. All oh, right, well, I'm going to press stop then. Ah. Oh. Okay. This podcast is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more.